The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to an all new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. It's me, Katie, your host. Hello. And today I'm joined by a very tall drink of water. (laughs) That's right. But (laughs) moreover than that, it's the internet's best friend. I think that's the best way to describe it because he has just such amazing, uplifting content. I'll explain more of that in just a moment. But I have Joey Zauzek here with me. Hi, Joey. Hi, Boo. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Very excited. Um, and thanks for having me in your beautiful new home. Yeah. Thanks for coming all, all the way over to the valley. Only 15 minutes. Nothing. nothing it's not bad. No, it's you're not just, bad at all. And the area is really cute. It's, yeah, it's, it's soup's cute. I love it. First of all, Joey's my brother's name. So I feel like it's like. That's why we've always had that internet connection. You know, this is the first time we've actually met in person. I but know. it feels like we've known each other for a while. Because we've <laughs> just been like internet besties for a while. So it kind of just felt like that. It's always funny to meet someone in person from like the internet. I know. And, you know, it's it's really cool. But I feel like the internet is, you know, and, and we keep saying the internet, social media. Yes. Uh, Instagram is, you know, kind of like, you know, dating place. It's a friend place. It's like you are like, that's where people are meeting people all the time now. So like you can actually like make friends and connections and have it be like legit. Well, I met my fiance now on Instagram. So there we go. Really? It's a, it's a place. And I think that comes from just being like authentic online. I hate that. I know that sounds like a buzzword, but it really is important because then you meet people in person. Like for instance, like you could have met me today and I bet it could have been like, you know, I mean, I hope I'm the same as I am online as in person, but I think I'm like, kind of very the same. And I feel like that goes for dating apps and just inter- Instagram and social media in general. You're right. It's a place for friends and dating. And that's how I met Brian. And it's great. Wow. That is, I'm going to need some more information on that in just a minute. So for everyone that is listening, that doesn't know who you are, I feel bad for them, but they're going to know in a minute and they're going to give you a follow for sure by the end of this. But can you explain just a little more backstory about sort of like where like you come from and then like how you like amassed a following because that obviously didn't come from nowhere. Yeah. So I'm from Virginia, a little Southern boy. I came out, you know, really later in life, I guess, but not really 11th grade. And, you know, I come from a divorced family and I had a lot of like trials and tribulations growing up. Um, I was bullied pretty much like my whole life. And, you know, I wasn't really the cool kid. I never really fit in, but I was always unapologetically myself. And that's kind of where it all came from and what I'm doing on the internet now. And, you know, just talking about the real shit that people don't really talk about and, you know, shifting your mindset to becoming your better self and not dwelling on things. And um, those are the things that have helped me become like my best self. And I have not always been my best self, honey, but (laughs) those are the types of things I like to share with people online now. And they all come from my, you know, kind of fucked up experiences and things that I've been through. And it's the best feeling in the world to get to share them with other people because you never know if 
you sharing an experience that you had can relate to someone else. You don't know if someone else is needing to, you know, relate back to someone and it really helps people. And, you know, this is just the beginning for Joey Zalzig. Yes. I mean, that is, that is something that I found too, through like even doing the show that I'm doing because I, you know, we live our lives on, you know, like fully out on it. So sometimes it can be a scary situation because you, you know, you want to be able to share everything, but also you're like, but this is so deeply personal. But once it's, once it's out there, you have people reaching out and being like, thank you so much. You helped me so much. And it just, it feels like so crazy and wild that like, you know, people are connecting with you in that, in that sense, because, you know, you were so scared to share that and open up. But then when you realize how much it helps someone else to not feel alone or feel so isolated, it's rewarding, not in like a, in a, you know, self-serving way, but just in a way where you're like, wow, I'm glad that I was, I, did, I didn't shy away from that. Exactly. That's how it feels. Cause you just never know how many people you're touching until like you're out in public. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you experience this too. And like when people come up to you and you're like, Oh my God, like something you said, it could be the littlest thing. Like really help me. Like I was at Equinox the other day and someone came up and literally was crying, started crying to me. And he lived in Kansas. He came out to his parents and he ended up moving to LA because he would see my stories. And I was like the inspiration for him coming out. And he was like, you really changed my life. He also lost 60 pounds because he like started to follow my workout regimens and follow my, I do this thing in the morning. That's like, I mean, I call it towel, towel gang because I cover up the screen on my treadmill with a towel. Trust me, you guys. It works and it makes you do like triple the cardio and it changed my life. And it's just good to like have a routine and it helped this kid. And he lost 60 pounds, came out of the closet, moved to LA. And now he's dating and looking great and kind of just said he never left. You know, we both cried together and that moments like that make what I do worth it. And um, it's so much more than just, you know, being an influencer. But, you know, I really feel like I've like garnered a community online that I can like chat with and, you know, I'm always there for them and they're always there for me. Coming from the place where you were when you were younger after being bullied, where was the the bridge that gapped? Like, how did how did you like do you do you remember where you were and how you got to, or like how you started to build that confidence? I'll I'll say because I want to talk to you a lot about confidence because you have so much of it and you you are you inject it every day into people's lives. So people ask me that all the time, and you know the truth is like. I think confidence always comes in waves where you are mm-hmm. in your life. And everyone's like, how are you confident 24 seven? It's like the plot twist says I'm not, <laughs> but there's things that you can do. And I think growing up and being very insecure made me build up a lot of walls that I ended up having to eventually break down. And so that was the thing that kind of like, when I, you asked how I like quote unquote bridge the gap. And I think that that was kind of like the turning point where I kind of had to, I decided that like I was sick of being insecure and not confident. And, you know, I remember this one time, like when I, my mom was picking me up from school and someone like yelled out of the bus window faggot and like everyone else in the school tried to gang up and that, and like, you know, seeing my mom see me being made fun of and how much it hurt her. I was like, fuck this. Like I can't stand by and you don't let these people do this to me. So I need to stand up for myself because I never was standing up for myself. And that was a really big moment that I'll always remember that kind of like transformed my self-confidence into something that it is now, which is like, listen, the truth is the real truth about confidence is sometimes it's a, there's a fake it till you make it aspect where you have to snap yourself out of, you know, the discomfort that you're in and kind of just show up for yourself. Right. Yeah. I like that. Fake it. Too. Is it fake it to make it or you're just sort of 
not disassociating entirely, but just yeah, choosing a different mindset and not and not giving in. A hundred percent. It's choosing right? a different mindset and it's kind of just making sure that like, you know, no matter who you are or what you do, we all wake up in the morning. And sometimes we're like, what the fuck is this? What am I doing? Like, where am I? Like, what am I? You know, sometimes you have those out of body days, but it, it really takes yourself like snapping yourself the fuck into it. And that's, again, why I think my videos really help because we all have to do it for ourselves. But sometimes seeing someone else be like, you're a bad bitch. You're the sexiest thing ever. Look in the mirror. It, it makes it easier to snap yourself out of it because snapping yourself out of it is the key to success. And it's all a mindset. Sh- it's a, all a mindset shift. Yeah. So those things. So you're right. It's it's not like faking it. It's really just kind of shifting your mindset and not letting yourself be the victim. I mean, it definitely takes like practice. So let, I mean, I want to talk about your video. So like, yeah. so Joey posts these videos pretty much daily or some more than they one a day. Pump it out like three times a day. Yeah, more than, once a day more than once a day. More than once. No, but it's, but I mean, and I get so excited when I see them because I'm like, oh yes, this is going to give me like a boost of like serotonin because they're so like wise. They're like little, like, I don't know, mantras are we going to call them? Yeah, they're like a little quote, a little, little mantra. quote, a little mantra. But you're always like sitting in your car, and you bust out the little facial mist. Oh, we love the facial the mist. The facial mist, and then the way you deliver it is just so <laughs> like quick, quick and impactful, and you end it with period. <laughs> Period. Because, because honestly, it is period. Like everyone wants to go in these longer form, you know kind of like self-help videos and whatever, but it's like the, there's my videos are just quick. And at the end of the day, it's like believing yourself. You're a hot bitch. Don't let anybody bring you down and focus on you and surround yourself with really good people. And those are like big keys to life. And those quicker videos, I think help more people. 100%. I mean, I remember I always send them to my friends and stuff and they're like, Oh my God, I love him. I'm obsessed with him. But some of the, ones that I loved were um, if you could love the wrong one that much imagine how much you could love much, the right one yeah, period period and then you know all the what was it about the red flags uh, the red flags that you see in the beginning are the red flags you're going to leave for in the end period think about it I mean you like it's so quick and then you're like wait a minute that is deep and so insightful and so relatable and, and true and true like you speak so much truth so whether it's whether it's like something that someone's just got to hear <laughs> maybe they don't want to hear it and maybe it's not for today but maybe it's a message to kind of put away for another day it's <sighs> it is the truth that they need to hear at some point and um you know or whether it's just like giving someone you know that boost of con- like that you're hot <laughs> Just that extra little boost that everyone needs. You're hot, everyone you're does sexy. Need. You're hot, you're sexy, you're gorgeous, you are everything. Because, you know, everyone thinks that maybe I'm talking about looks and maybe I am a little bit because we're all hot in our own right. But it's really more about like what makes someone so sexy is that confidence, is that belief in themselves and is that just you know, belief that like exudes. And when you do that, it shows on the outside. I truly believe like you could be wearing the ugliest fucking dress or something. And if you walk into a room and you feel like you are the hottest one there, no one will even pay attention that your dress is so ugly. No one's even going to notice that you might think your dress is ugly. The confidence brings you so much further. And I really believe that that belief like can kind of trick people and 
no one even notices. I think confidence is better than the way someone dresses or whatever. It, it, it speaks volumes about you. The way they carry themselves. Okay, oh, so yeah. for somebody that doesn't know, like, what that means, or if you had to, like, because I know for, I know for some people, like, but, like, how? Because if I don't feel good in, like, what I'm wearing, but how can I carry myself that way? Well, I think that, you know, to dress is a, you know, kind of a reflection of who you are. And you do want to always be comfortable. But... You know, if you like something, it doesn't matter if anybody else likes it. And that goes for everything else in the world. Like, if you like it and it brings you joy and it brings you happiness, you wear that frock out to the red carpet. You wear that little mini skirt that might not be everyone's cup of tea, but you have to own it and own everything that you're doing in your life and own your decisions because people respect you for that and the right people respect you for that. And I think that's like law of attraction. Like, you will attract the right people when you just do you at the end of the day, when you're trying to please people, you're going to have a lot of the wrong ones in your life. But the wrong ones in your life are the people that make you grow. The people that have been in your life in the past that you have to eventually move on from are the people that end up really bringing you to your best self. Interesting. I feel that. But oh, wow. But I mean, sometimes it's, it is taking that real stock and in inventory of your life and having that sort of insight in your life. But I, I agree so much about having that sort of, you know, personal style of like the th- things that you really like and that you feel not necessarily comfortable. I'm not talking about like sweats because we're all comfortable in sweats, but just the things that you feel comfortable with, not like what everyone else is wearing per se or what's necessarily exactly. trendy, but it's just like if you like a particular kind of style or something, you know, I, I've definitely been dogged on a lot for the things I wear and everything like that but I don't really give a fuck because like I like it I don't I don't dress for anyone but myself and it like exactly and it's just and a lot of times yeah it is a choice but like it's a choice that I've made for that day it's a lot of the time like a mood that I'm in and I just want to like dress particularly for that mood so I can like just so I can go out that day and feel good I'm not you know sometimes I don't want to put on a dress and I don't, no. you know, and if, even if it's for an event that maybe it should be, I can't, I can't force myself into something. And no, so- and that's when you, that's exactly what you just said. When you try and force and mold something into, you know, you think you're supposed to wear a dress, bitch. If you don't want to wear the dress, we're not wearing the dress. Like you got to like, you know, do you, even if it is a red carpet or whatever it is. Wait, what have you been, what, what kind of, what outfits have you like, do you remember that you were like, oh fuck. Cause I always ask people that cause you know, you kind of remember like what time of place you were in your life. And that just says a lot about like, I don't know, choices that you make or outfits that people might have not liked. Oh, I mean, there was one time where we did this. I think it was for, was it for like the Golden Globe or was it, it was for some like award show thing. And we, I didn't go to it, but we were doing something with, with E and it was at the uh, Roosevelt and I wore, it was like this sort of like off the shoulder. It had like gold buttons down it. And then I wore like a midi skirt with it that was paneled with like sequins. And I loved it. It was like very like Carrie Bradshaw vibes. And she's such a style icon to me. Like cause she, cause she like, cause she always wore like the unexpected and things. And she played a lot around with like a lot of like patterns and textures and, and put, would put things together that like, you know, maybe a lot of people wouldn't, do themselves but I always respect it because it's like it is taking risks and I like to take risks because to me it's just fun and, I, and it's an expression and it's art and it's you know and so I wore that and 
I thought it was really, I mean, it was, it was just, I think a polarizing look and people were like, oh my God, does she, it's always like, does she get dressed in the dark and that kind oh of vibe? Oh my God. I don't that care. sounds so cute. It was really cute. I'll show you a picture later. Yeah. But, but, and then other times it's just because I sometimes like certain silhouettes I wear because sometimes I would like things like oversized because I think also, I mean, that is also like a look too. And like, you know, and like a lot of it's like, and I don't enjoy this comment is when people tell you that you should dress for your body. I think that is very. It doesn't even make sense to me. I'm like, I, I'm like, there's no way to dress for your body. I'm like, you obviously want things that are flattering, but like oversized is totally a thing too. So that's why it doesn't make sense. You wear whatever makes you look yeah. and feel good. And you know, like you said, it's like if something's really Carrie Bradshaw, honey, we're going to wear it. We're going to buy mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but know. I mean, but like also like I also love like the way like Rihanna dresses and she goes for like the like oversized and everything like that. So it's like sometimes I'm not trying to like flatter my body. I'm wearing this because I like the clothes. Period. Period. honey. Period, what honey. are other things that you do like when you're like, oh, OK, I, you wake up and you're like, today is going to be a day. I'm going to, I just need to like give myself a confidence boost. Do you do anything? Do you have any like other practices or maybe it's not even a day, any other kind of like things that just you do in general to, to give yourself the boost that you need to like go into the world. For sure. This is really basic, but I think the key to life and like confidence and just, you know, getting out of a rut is focus on like what you're really grateful for and take a second out of your day to actually like visualize and be like, Holy shit. Like you'll be really surprised when you look at where you are now and where you were five years ago. Like some of the things that you aren't appreciating right now that you can think about when you appreciate those things and you're like, Oh my God, I did something. I, you know, bought my first car and five years ago, I couldn't even imagine doing that. And when you like realize that it makes you so happy and it gives you like these endorphins. Like I was like in a really bad rut the other day and I was just kind of like thinking, Oh, I have such a crazy story actually about a Pinterest board. So this is a good <laughs> lead into that. But you know, the manifestation things when you're envisioning your life, you don't really like, appreciate the things that you always wanted once you get them because you don't ever give yourself a second to appreciate them. And when you sit back and you're like, oh my God, I've always wanted to do this or have this or make this amount of money or own a house or whatever it might be. When you sit and stop and really appreciate those things, that's when like life fucking gets better. And I really believe in that. And those little moments, I think if everyone wakes up every morning and does five things they're grateful for, it really makes a huge difference the way your whole day, week, month, year, it like pans out. As much as you can do that, do it. All right, we got to take a short break. So I'm definitely on a health wellness, mental health journey, all of it. And sometimes you want to dig deeper because why not? Because when you know more, you can do more. And what if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. So if you don't know about Everly Well, well, you're missing out, but I will tell you because Everly Well is really cool. It's cutting edge technology. It's science, baby. I love it. So Everly Well is a digital healthcare designed for you all at an affordable and transparent price. It's really, really cool how it works. So Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything you need for a simple sample collection. You collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviews 
reviewed results get sent straight to your phone or device in just days, super, super quick. And then you can share your results with your primary care physician to help guide your next steps. It is so, so, so simple, so easy. And over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals. And you should too. I've taken like three tests with them already because I think like I've said before, knowledge is power. Why not know? Especially when I was trying to get, you know, answers about some weight gain. I did like thyroid tests, metabolism tests. Um, it's really just kind of cool to find out what's going on inside your body. The women's health test is really great. You can discover stuff about your, I mean, our bodies are fascinating. Hormones are crazy, crazy as we know. And also, you know, food sensitivity tests. Why not find out if there's stuff that you're intolerant to? Why just suffer? <laughs> or if you're allergic to something, that is super important, I think. And it's so easy to do this with Everly Well. And for my listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash love me. That's everlywell.com slash love me for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash love me. All right, let's get back to the show. What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari. And I'm Stephen Coletti. We're so excited to announce Dear Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm already feeling nostalgic. I try to practice more gratitude as well because I think we, yeah, I think it's so easy to get into that weird cycle of like being, you know, focused on the future of like what's to come, what you want, what you're, you know, what you're trying to manifest or focus on the past and what's already left that, yeah, you're not really looking around and what, what's, what's here and what, and the things that you were manifesting again, if I, like, I think that is exactly. so crazy that we don't. We, we don't take the time to do that. We don't. We don't appreciate it enough. And we don't like sit there and be like, oh my God, like, let's really like be proud of yourself. Everybody has something to be proud of. And that's, you can't, you know, downplay that at all. And I think too, that's the one thing I would tell everybody to do is just be proud of yourself. Look back, like look at how far you come and don't ever be the victim. Like, I really truly believe that things happen for you. They don't happen to you. And when your Thank mindset you. shifts on that and on that aspect, like again, life becomes a lot easier and you don't want to be a prisoner of the past. I try not to be, yeah, a victim of circumstance or things that have happened. You know, I try to just learn. Exactly. And grow and not feel bad for myself. You know, it's it's very and the mistake, people need to make more mistakes. Everyone, everyone doesn't realize that everyone's trying, the people that try so hard to like be perfect and not make mistakes. It's like you make a mistake. It's not a life sentence. Like you need to give yourself a little bit more leeway and look at those mistakes as like, if I didn't make those mistakes, I would never be here right now because like everybody does. And once you own up to your mistakes and you just, you just learn so much about yourself. And I think they're, they're really important. And that's like one of the keys to success is making mistakes. And that might be, you know, a com conflicting, you know, opinion to some, <laughs> but I think it's really important. Somewhere. I don't know where I read it or where I heard it, but someone once said that mistakes are, what they say? Mistakes are opportunities 
for something to grow. I don't know. Mistakes are opportunity. I'm butchering it. What now. is it? It's. But, mis- I know exactly what you're talking I about. Know. It's basically like mistakes are. I don't know, bitch, but if you're not making mistakes, honey, <laughs> you ain't doing something right. So so start making as many mistakes as possible. And do well, I mean, with it, don't just go out there willy-nilly. Let, just we don't being need you like- going to jail, bitch. But <laughs> we, we got to, you know, you got to be yourself and be open to, you know, maybe you're dating someone that you, you just can't shake, but you're try- you know that they might not be your person. But that doesn't mean that you don't stop dating them. It's not that easy. You have to let yourself, you know, go through the motions. And that's why friends out there don't, you know, everyone tries to tell you who to date and who's good and who's bad and who you should be with and who who does. But you got to always do it for yourself. And the people that try and give that advice, unless it's, you know, warranted, like you only, you got to focus on yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely given that advice, but I feel like Me it's too. been warranted. It's always warranted, but I'm the one who always <laughs> gives that fucking advice because I'm just that kind of friend. I have a huge heart. I'm a cancer, by the way, guys. And I have a huge heart. And like, if I see my friend with someone who they shouldn't be with or if someone's a shitty person, I can't fucking bite my tongue. And that's a big problem. But I go back and forth with myself on like, should I be like telling my best friend that they're like with a shitty person or should I just make them let them make their own mistake? Especially if it's going to be at the expense of our friendship. Because that happens a lot. Yeah, I know. It does. I know. But it's also the repeat offenders, too, that you're like, listen. Uh, The repeat (laughs) offenders are like, babe, what do you want me to do? Sit here and not tell you it's going to happen again? How do you not see it? You want to shake someone sometimes. Be like, remember the last one and the one before that is happening again? (laughs) Like... We got to learn here. We got to learn. (laughs) You can't force anyone to learn. But that's my thing. I'm like, am I ever going to stop telling people, you know, the things that they should see on their own? Probably not. I'm probably going to always be that friend. I'm probably (laughs) always going to tell you like it is. You know, some people have to hear it, but they're not going to make decisions based on what people tell you. They're always going to make their own decision at the end of the day. So, you know, and that's a big important thing about people in your life is that you should always keep people in your life that are willing to listen to your opinions, but also people that, you know, are always building you up, like not Mm. judging you and stuff like that. It's important. Because a lot of people don't bring value, babe. A lot of people are giving you a dollar when you're spending a thousand dollars on them. And like, they're not valuing your friendship at the same level. And like, when you notice that it's just. But even to like that, bring that value to your life. Maybe there's somebody that has, you know, that has the good advice. You know, that or that is that, you know, they'll be there, the shoulder to cry on, the person that's going to lend, you know, lend you your car, the person that's going to make you laugh. That's, you know, exactly all those people that bring whatever kind of value to the table, whatever we want to call it, you know, take the friendship boxes. You got to have all you got to complete the circle. Exactly. It's 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 everything becomes like a 180 effect when you see it and everything comes full full circle and it comes with relationships and friendships and things change. And I mean, you know, I've been in like four, three, four really toxic relationships and I was in a fucking cycle. And, you know, my last boyfriend was like physically, verbally, mentally really fucking abusive. And I was in the hospital three times. What? Yeah. So like my ex before Brian broke both my ankles, 
cracked my head open one day and then threw me down the stairs and broke my right, like my, yeah, my right ankle. Um, these are on different occasions? All different occasions. Oh my God. And, and it's important to share because people think that, why did you keep going back to him? Why did you keep going back to him? I can't explain it. I don't know, but I learned so much from that. But I, it's easy to just regret. Yeah. Instead of it's over, you've moved on, you've come out of it. But after that, I was fucked up, babe. Because once you once you go through that kind of abuse, even if it's verbal, I'm not gonna trust anyone again. I'm not gonna give my love and my energy and time. And you know, I never was with someone that woke up in the morning and said, "Hey, you look gorgeous. Hey, you look amazing today. I want to be with you." I was I I just never got that, so I didn't think that was normal. And I always manifested for that. I was like, one day. One day I'm going to be with someone that will, you know, tell me I'm handsome, tell me I'm good looking mm. because I was trying to find my own confidence, but I kept being with people that loved to break down my confidence that I had worked so hard to get, mind you. And, and when I would feel my most confident, they would make a point to jab at me. And those are red flags to look for. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I've, I've heard you talk about this, but I, I, I don't know if I like heard like the entire extent of it. That's yeah that is crazy yeah that's why when i say toxic babe i mean that toxic. i mean that oh, toxic yeah. doesn't barely begin to cover that oh is- yeah and gay relationships are tough because it's like you know i made so many excuses like we're both guys like blah blah, blah which sounds so fucking stupid to even say that because if you love someone you just don't touch them and you don't treat someone like that mm-hmm. um but you know what it's like if you pour someone your, your love into someone so much and you realize at one point you're not getting the same thing back that's yeah. <laughs> that's sad it's a rude awakening for sure it's a rude awakening and like we've all dealt with some version of it and those things make us who we are like I'll just say after that relationship it was like four years my life got so much better because I didn't let me get yeah and and to be honest that person is still in the same place unfortunately this is six years later and they have not changed I still hear things to the grapevine and I am a completely different person than I was then so it's like and I'm so proud of the person that I've become wow I mean that is nuts. I mean, I since I've left my marriage, not even relationship, marriage, and I hate to call honey. it leaving because I don't feel like I left. You know, we I expressed that my desire for us to end, and you know, I didn't have to like. I feel like I didn't have to leave anything. It was you know we agreed upon things, but it still was not the easiest thing to do. But so many people ask the the amount of people that are in the same position that they're just like not happy. They haven't been happy. They don't feel like, you know, that they're in the same place that they were. That's been a long time, especially long-term relationships and long-term marriages, you know? And it's the thing is, I think a lot of people think like, okay, well, this is just how it is. This is what happens. Like, you know, you just get to a place where you're just like, kind of like, okay. And you go through the motions and you're like, this is just what it is. And one person's putting in effort and the other person isn't. And yeah, there's, there's counseling and there's therapy for that. But also I think just sometimes like if you, if you're just emotionally and, and your heart is just, you just fall in love with someone. Sometimes you don't ever get that back. Sometimes you just grow so far away and differently from the person that you just, sometimes I don't know what to say to some of these people. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be like, and sometimes I'm just like, it sounds like you kind of answered your own question. Exactly. And some people just, you know, it's like people become complicit and they think yeah. that 
that's why I'm so proud of you. And I have to say, because, you know, to leave something and to make that decision and to just, you know, have that agreement, whatever it was, even if it is with the other person, it takes a lot because you'd be really surprised how many other people are in the position, but never leave and never get that courage to do it. Cause it's the hardest thing I think to do in the world and relationships. When you get to that point, like you were explaining when, you, when the emotions just drawn out and you hear and see the writing on the wall, and it, you have that voice inside your head, like those things to have that courage, I think is the biggest, you know, thing in the world. And it just means the universe is working for you because there, it's not going to let you stay in something that you know you weren't happy in. No. And, and and when you feel that, it's the universe telling you that this is not going to change. This is something that's going to be forever. So you can either stay in it, like you'd be surprised a lot of people do, or you can bounce and get on with your life and find out who you are again. Yeah, no, that was definitely what the game plan was with the universe. They're dragging me through it. And no, it's I feel good, but... And you look great. So there Thanks. we go. Like Thanks. killing it. <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm I'm good. But I think something else that a lot of people ask me about, and I feel like you because you are so good with the the quotes and the mantras and the talk, is a lot of like positive self talk. And Very do, important. do you practice that? I do practice that. And you know, I can't lie. Sometimes I can get into my head and when I realize that you know I'm talking down to myself or I'm not being nice to myself I have to completely fucking take a step back yeah completely just remove myself because it's the worst thing that you can do for your self-confidence that's what I tell people all the time because they're because a lot of you know I've gone through a lot of a lot with my own relationship with myself because I didn't I was not confident and had a lot of body image issues and you know just wasn't really happy with myself and in my own skin. And that journey had to begin with that, with, with the way I looked at myself and talked to myself. And it's not an easy thing to do because it's so, so easy to hard. have bad days where I'm just like, ugh, gross. And it's I look at myself so and I, and I, and I catch my, and I'm more aware of it now. So I catch myself. I'm like, why am I speaking to myself like this? Like if I don't like myself and I'm not, and I look at myself like that, then how can I ever get mad or get upset when I see someone else talking to me like this? Because I, I, I'm co-signing on all those opinions. It, listen, babe, RuPaul said it the best. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can <laughs> I get an amen? <laughs> period. A pe- period. <laughs> and that's the thing. And what you just said, that's, that's what it is. Like you got to love yourself and people are, you know, my whole channel is like so many people asking me relationship advice and, you know, asking like how to attract the right one and, you know, how do you, and it's like, it really starts from loving yourself and being Mm -hmm. alone a little bit. And, you know, sometimes getting your shit together can feel lonely and that's just what it is because that's, these are the most growing important times are when you're alone. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and sometimes just getting your shit together is going to feel like that. Yeah. It feels like awkward at times talking, you know, but like I was, I would always start with like, like when I wasn't super feeling myself, I would at least be able to find the things I did love. Me too. You have to. And I would would just talk about those things, but like I think fucking best fucking eyebrows, bitch. You you would be like, (laughs) you do the little things and it sounds, it sounds, you know, uncomfortable to talk about because like, but, but we have to talk about this. Like you find little things, even if it's physical, 
and it's bullshit when people are like the physical things. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's it's any little thing that you can do to shift your mindset into positivity to yourself. Yeah. I talk about my eyebrows all the time too, bitch. That's one of the things. <laughs> yeah. I but... Sometimes like, you know, it's hard and I beat myself up and I think being on the internet and being a part of social media, mm. that's when it gets fucking tricky because people come out the woodworks and everyone wants to fucking break you down. It's one thing if someone says, Hey, go jump off a bridge. It's another thing. If someone says your skin is shitty, like you, you, uh, your fucking eyebrows are that you, you look fat in this picture, but skinny in this picture, you're at it. Everyone has a fucking opinion. And another reason why it's like, you gotta just fucking give yourself the self love and talk to yourself and tell yourself in the mirror every day that you're a fucking bad bitch. I love you. You were so fucking hot. You were going to go out there because guess what? If you leave the house and you're not feeling yourself, no one else is going to feel you. This 100% true. But like when you do leave the house and you feel yourself, like it is such a powerful thing because you start like, you're going to see like people noticing you and then you're going to be like, woohoo. You just feel it. You're like, yes, bitch. Like and you go. It, it, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. It doesn't matter what. Uh, like, it's they're just noticing you because like you are just you're you're walking a little taller. You're just like, yeah, you got a pep in your step. I call it like the halo effect because I yeah. feel like you have like a little halo over your head when yeah. you do that, and it's like it's like a something that people can just fucking see and sense that you can't physically see, but I feel like people like subconsciously just seeing you. Like, there's no better feeling than leaving the house fucking confident as hell. And just feeling everybody just feel it too, almost. Yeah, like you walk in the room and there's a spotlight on you. Uh, Everyone's head turns and you're uh, like, you're like, that's right, I have arrived. I have arrived. <laughs> the spotlight is on me, honey. <laughs> but that's, but again, it. I say it can be that easy, but it it is like you do this for like a month, maybe not even, but like uh, after a month, even. you're gonna really start to notice it. But like, it's true. It's true. And I think it's ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can keep consistent with that and just like the routine of self love, I also like, you know how we're like self love and, um, you know, talking to yourself nicely. I think that people think that that can get cheesy, but like, listen, let me tell you something, honey, the cheesiest things in life are the biggest tools that you need to succeed. And like, Self-love sounds cheesy and it's like, love yourself and tell yourself, but it's not, bitch. Look into a mirror and tell yourself you're a bad bitch. And even if it's your little tiny lovely eyebrows, do that (laughs) or your eyelashes or your eye color or your haircut or your skin or, you know, your tan or your big heart or, you know, give yourself pats on backs for stuff too. Like, don't be afraid to do something nice for someone and then tell yourself that was really nice of you to do. That was a really good yeah. thing. That was a really thoughtful thing for you to do. And you're a really thoughtful yeah, human I'm being. Yeah, I'm a good fucking I'm friend. A good say, fucking friend. Say that, you know. I just think anything that's positive about you, anything. Anything. Bring that to the table. Write it down. Put it in your on your mirror, whatever, in the morning so you can see it when you wake up and brush your teeth. It's in front of your face. We love that's a sticky note on the mirror, honey. It works every time. <laughs> it works Little every things. time. Unless you're single and have a boy coming over, then rip the sticky notes off of the butt. And then, you know, because you know, then he's like, this girl's really conceited. Like she has like uh, everything, but it's like, you know, those are your, those are your tools, bitch. It's like, you don't want to see me without the sticky notes on my mirror then, bitch. <laughs> okay. And then everything you're grateful for. That's, I think that's, if you're, if you're really getting serious about it, start there. Start there. That's so true. And it's like. It sounds simple and it is hard and most more difficult thing you might think, but if you just work at it, um, then it becomes simple. 
um, the gratitude thing, like you said, you've been working on too. Like that really goes a long way too. just being grateful. Yeah. Not that I'm ungrateful, but like really bringing it into thought not even into thought, but just into like in front of my face. Bird's eye view, bitch. Take a step back and just look at it. Yes. Don't ever, as human beings, we don't do it enough. Well, I mean, it, it can be hard, especially when like you, you kind of like, like go, what I've just gone through, like with like Tom and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, we have to like sell our house. You feel like you're losing so much. I mean, yeah, there's, there's been stuff that is like leaving my life and there's been things that have ended, but it doesn't mean that like I'm less. No way. You know what and I mean? You're just so, going to become more. You have so much more. This is like your moment. This is the growth moment when things like this happen. Yeah. Like, that's the other mind shift that you always have to tell yourself when, you know, you lose relationships out of your life sometimes, like, you know, even if they're not 100% gone, but that type of relationship that you thought it was or it was, that's when you really grow as a human being and good things happen for you. And it's a beautiful thing if you really set your mind to it like that. Well, this this whole thing has been kind of a, a mind shift and, a, and a, everything shift because I, I wanted to choose and prioritize my happiness. So, you know, when when people ask me how I am, I say I'm good because I have to say I'm good out loud, not, not, not lying to myself because at the end of the day, I am good. Like I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm alive. I'm good. You know? And, and so choosing these kinds of like positive words in my life, it doesn't mean that I don't have bad days. It doesn't mean that the change and transition into this, this next chapter has not been hard and scary and, you know, emotional and all of that. Um, but because, you know, I've choosing a mindset and choosing a path for myself, like I'm, you know, I'm choosing the the words that I, I say when I'm describing my own like state that I'm in. hundred percent. And so sometimes I think people get confused because they're just like, oh, wow. So you're just like totally, you know, bounce back. And I'm just like, that's not, it's not to be callous and be like, I'm fucking thriving, but I'm it's just, killing like, it. it's but, not it's, that, but, but it's like, but I'm, I'm like having to speak. It's like affirmations. It's like I'm speaking those things into my existence. And it's funny because people are always like, oh, you're good. Like surprised by like, oh, you're okay. It's like, what do you want me to do? Sit here and dwell on it? You can't do that or you're not going to get, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? Sit there and, you know, tell everyone like how hard it really is because it is hard. But like, you know, that at the end of the day, you're going to be good. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be thriving. But, you know, you can't bring every single person through the roller coaster of no. emotions. That and you I go can't through. do that to myself every single day and every time I'm asked. That would be a lot. That would be self destruction. It's that's what I mean. And so it's like it's been it's been really good for my healing to say those things. Like to hear myself say, I'm good. Like to, to hear myself say I'm good, like it's like to a reminder. Say it out loud. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's, you know, choosing that for myself has been something powerful but you know yes and that's what it is and that's that's like what you said earlier like when you were just talking about that was like you know you're living you're breathing you're walking you have the ability to do these things and those are the other little things that people don't talk about you know sometimes those are the things you need to appreciate sometimes those are the things that you need to do with gratitude just be like holy shit I'm so lucky you think you you know when your life changes or things fall out and fall in or whatever, like, you know, you still have, we're, we're so lucky all, a lot of us, you know? So sometimes just reminding yourself of like those types of things, like you're living, breathing, that's a lot, you know, yeah. and you know, we're doing it on our own. And those are the other little things that you can use to like make yourself feel better. Just take your vitals. Just, babe, 
Check that heartbeat. You know, you're good to go. Check the pulse. She's got check, a pulse. Check the pulse. She's got a pulse. Life is good, bitch. <laughs> I mean, shit. You're on cardio. We're good to go. We could do it. It could always be. Yeah, take a walk. Take a walk. I love a walk. I, I live for a fucking walk. I mean, you know I'm on my treadmill. 15% incline, 3.6 speed, bitch. 15% is wild. It's wild, but I started low. <laughs> And now I go high. I'm, I might be a little bit of like a hanger on her to the to the bar. I would be. I would be gripping. You you grip for dear life a few times, <laughs> but at fifteen percent incline, I would be gripping. But you know what? It's your routine. Try it in the morning. You first thing you do, you wake up, you go on that treadmill, you check your emails, you, you know, you answer your AMA questions, whatever the fuck you do. You know, getting into a gym routine, getting into a routine like that has changed my life. And I started to do it when I got out of my first. My last relationship that I was just talking about, I was so lost. I didn't really know like where to start. And I just like started getting myself into a routine of like the gym, my coffee, the little tiny things really help yeah. you know, mental health. I think it, because it's investing time into like yourself, even like even if it's even 100%. if you're doing other little things, you're like, this is like my little ritual that I do. It's for me. It's like what I, you know, I think those are like really healthy, like little practices. They're but, really, like, you know, they're really good. At I was going to say like with the self-love. my little like self-love confidence boost is like sh- fucking laser hair removal. Bitch, <laughs> like, you love a laser hair removal. A I little love pinch, it. a little burn, a little like, sting. Yeah, I want to be like a dolphin. You know what I mean? Oh, like, right, I, I just want to be like slippery You're sliding. definitely giving dolphin like very clean. <laughs> Smooth. I'm the opposite. Smooth. I'm a bear. Well, like a twink bear, well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> If that's what it is. We're going to wrap this up because we've literally been talking about like. Yeah, um, we're about about to get there. But anyway, yes, you're serious about self-love. This was such good, good stuff from Joy. But also you should follow him on Instagram because like that's also going to like give you so much already. You can just like literally just start saving all those videos and just like watch those in the morning and like repeat them back to yourself. That's what people do. They always tell me that they just save it and then I I rewatch them all the time and I send them to my friends and like I love them. That makes me so happy. That makes Um, me so so happy. So tell everyone where they can find you. So it's at Joey Zalzig on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube and you know, that's, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, this is just the beginning. I want to like spread my message and positivity to you guys all further. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Well, wait, do you have a, a rage text of the day? We can't forget that. What's up? Okay. Rage text. So there's anything, what at any one, any place, any, an object of any sort that's pissed you off recently? Well, I mean, my fiance, kind of, but <laughs> but we always piss each other off sometimes because like we're both so you know strong headed and we always butt heads on stuff. But it's my birthday on Thursday, so um, we're doing Happy a birthday birthdays. party. Thank you, babe. We're doing a birthday party, and like you know, people don't know this, but I have I you know I have a little bit of a temper, and it always comes out the wrong way in text when I'm not trying to say it, but. I'm having a big birthday party and I sent him a, a long text about just like doing, he's the best ever and he does a lot for me, but I'm like, don't do something if you don't want to do it. Like don't do something like if, and then make, and then throw it back in my face. You can't do that to people. Oh. I don't like when people do something and then like make you feel bad for doing it. And I'm like, no one asked you to. Gotcha. Cause I'm not that type of person, but like some people will do that. Yeah. So what's your rage the text of the day? The leveragers. My rage text would be to the sun. It needs to chill the fuck out. 
Um, yesterday, it, babe, yesterday, like nearly burned a hole through my body. Babe, it burned a hole through my body, and I was like, "I'm gonna do running today." Like, oh you? no, no, no! It was, it was, it was just a mess. Yeah, son, can you just chill the fuck out? Hey, son, can you just chill the fuck out? Oh, I get my it, other summer, rage text, my, but... my big rage text is to um, the keyboard warriors on the internet oh, and the people always. that want to come to Every the day. front, but they can't show their face and they have a fake account with a gray little icon on Instagram. Like, get off everyone's page and go live your own life. The plot twist is you need to focus on you and do you and nobody wants your two cents because let everyone, no one's forcing you to watch anyone's videos or content or anything on the internet. There's a block button. There's an unfollow button. Do either of those if you don't want to see someone's content. Period. Period. All right. Well, thank you so much, Joey. You're I love the, you're you. the thank best. Thank you so much. This was amazing. You're the best. <laughs> and right. And everyone else, until next time, I love you and be kind to yourselves. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. 